Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 321. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And Jesus fucking Christ, where did that goddamn humidity come from? I don't know. It's horrible. I was kind of happy not, of not having the air conditioner on for a couple of days, you know. Go to work. Oh, you too? Yeah, go to work, come back. The door, my wind, the side panel is open, you know, and I keep my door open. I have a nice breeze coming through here, working late at night. Nice breeze coming through. I go to bed with the sheet pulled back, and I have like a nice, you know, it was it was so nice, mm-hmm. so well, so nice to air out the room and have everything just open, and then. <clears throat> Pardon me. You're pardoned. Starting to drinking early on as Ari. No, I just I uh, had something to eat and then just <clears throat> it just popped out at the wrong time. Eh, sounds about right. It's all good. Uh, so we are live tonight, week of August first, two thousand seventeen, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vog, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork where there is more information about the Vog Network and some of the podcasts on there, as well as some of the podcasts that we also support that's not on the Vog Network as well. Um... Also on there is our link to our Discord chat. So there's a link there. If you click on that Discord link, it'll bring you right on in. And either it'll you'll start communicating from the browser or from the app, whatever works. So enjoy. Have fun. Um, check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOD points. If you're listening from the podcast feed, uh, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. When you hear it. Uh, just go ahead and head on over to vognetwork.com, put in that passphrase, and earn your points. Wow. A lot of interesting stuff in the news tonight. I'm just like, Jesus, titty fucking Christ, you know? Um, let's see. Before we continue, I have to do this to torture some people because it's only fun. Um, for those of you who do not know, um, if, if, if it'll play... Actually, no, it will not play for some odd reason, so I have to somehow go into the playlist on my on my computer and find the actual file. You would think that after I fixed it the last time around, it would automatically save up and roll over, but obviously it did not, so to me that makes absolutely no damn sense. Now, if I can just find this file, that would be great. Let's see. Let's see if it's over here. Huh. That's odd. It, the funny thing is, it should have. It sh- the file should have played. So, because last I recall, I don't even remember making any changes to that. So, uh, don't you just hate that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm going to assume that wherever I put this file originally, it's in a different folder. And let me see if I can... Fuck. Let me see if I can do a random search through Winamp to see if it'll find it. What, are, what would be the odds? Alright, it's scanning. Come on. I know I have a lot of music. There we go. Now it should play. There we go. And I'm going to play that track again. As a gentle reminder for those who are going to Otakon, that um, you have less than like 12 days to get your shit together, so may the power protect you all. All of that for a real bad joke that fell flat on its face. I should get a, mm -hmm. I should get a quarter for that one. Yeah, no. Plus the sound file played like a, a whole bunch of times over itself. That was the point. Oh. Because it remember everything it's set so that when there's dead air, it mixes into the next track and I had it looping. So I'm gonna have to get an updated version where it actually does that for like thirty, like for about a minute. That would be cool. It's somewhere out there, so... Anywho, uh, come on in. Have a good time. Chat room is open. We're gonna go around the room, um, with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, um, mostly just work stuff. I know what I feel. Yep. Um, you know, barely hanging on. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, like, sick all day today. Like, even from, like, when I woke up, I was mm -hmm. just... All throughout work, I was just not feeling well, like, at all. And... And it was even worse, like... I, I almost had a complete panic attack, which caused an accident earlier today, because I was coming home from work. Ooh. I got texted by someone in my lodge, but I didn't actually, like, read the text message. I just, like, noticed my... On my phone, oh, someone had texted me. Oh, okay, and you know, within like a minute, minute and a half later, I got a phone call from them, mm -hmm. and my entire body just fucking seizes up, and I almost wind up in the trunk of the guy in front of me. Yikes! Yeah, but it wasn't a bad text message, was it? No, it's just that my mom has a habit of doing that, and oh, gotcha, it's, gotcha. it's yeah. always mm -hmm. just driven me nuts. It's mm -hmm. And she just throws a complete hissy fit when she gets called out on it. Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling because um, a couple weeks ago, my manager wanted to talk to me about something, and it was the way he phrased it. I started freaking out, and I explained it to him. He's like, and he understood because it's like, you know, when you're working, manager says, "I need to talk to you for a few minutes." And for mo and given the people that I have worked with. Whenever I hear that, I'm just like, I, I don't want to hear what the hell is going on or what has to be said, because I know I'm not going to like it. But, you know, it was actually good things, you know, so. But, you know, that doesn't bother me, because I don't, you know, do shit to, you know, cause trouble at work. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It was just that near panic attack that uh, almost, you know, completely ruined me, and... Like, all throughout the day, I was, like, feeling like my fucking heart was going to just explode out of my chest for no discernible reason. 
So, yeah, I've been stressed out and I have little to no reason why. Little to no idea why. I, I just, you know, I just think everything that's going on in your life, you know, I think that's just kind of stressing you, because trust me, I kind of know that feeling, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry to uh, kill the mood, everyone. Yeah, don't again. worry about it. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, very interesting. Oh, do uh, tell. Now, I, I just had a very uh, fun and relaxing weekend, uh, which was very nice. Um, but other than that, just, you know, work. Uh, yeah, sorry. My week's been boring. Fair enough. Basically, I I'm basically just trying to get, you know, cosplay together for mm -hmm. the convention in freaking two weeks. Yeah. Sorry, three weeks. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, going a little batshit insane from it. But you already are batshit insane. Yeah, well, this is worse. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, my weekend day has been interesting. First off, you know, I'm starting to get ready, get into the mind for Otakon. So I already know about two of the co two of the costumes and cosplays I'm bringing. It's Human Artemis and Spike because a friend of mine does Rarity, and I think she's retiring hers after this convention, and we don't see each other all that often, so it's all or nothing. So that's going through, and I don't know if I talked about this, but um. I had mentioned the issues with the with the flies. And I put down the um, the flies and I put down bug bug spray. It's been about three weeks and that stuff is still effective. Somehow I get the way some of the flies are coming through here. They're like they're drunk off of something, some strong shit or something. Drunk or mm -hmm. high. And then I notice earlier some insect falls down, you know, on my desk, and I go to poke it. And it's kind of curved, and I, as I'm, and as I'm poking, I feel something rub up against my finger, like a stick or something, like something thin. And I look at it; that shit's a fucking wasp. Oh. So I proceeded to get some uh, a paper towel, wrapped it up in there, threw that fucker right in the trash. I said, "Nope, not today, not having it." I put up those uh, flypaper ribbons hung up from yeah. the ceiling because mm -hmm. uh, I've had problems with flies buzzing around too. Yeah, I might have to go out and buy. You know, they have like these these guardrails you can put up that have like the um like like the screen on it. I might have to go to the dollar store and get a couple of those. But on the same token, I don't want to because they're supposed to fix my screens. I'm just like. Why should I fix it when you said you're taking responsibility to do so? But, whatever. So, that's that. And, um, something interesting. Now, one of the things I tend to do is when I get a lot of boxes, I tend to save about, I tend to hoard about a third of the boxes I get, whether it's from Amazon, Target, or stuff that I buy. Normally, if it's stuff that I buy and it's in its regular boxes, I keep the box for about a year. And then I ship, then I toss it. Sometimes I wait till I have a, a lot of boxes so I can break them down and throw them all out at once. 
So I went to do that and outside I have a couple of large boxes from packages that I've gotten. And I noticed that those two boxes weren't out there. So my thought was, oh, I guess the upstairs neighbors must have broken it down and tossed it. After I made that box, that, that whole my compact of boxes and put them outside, the next day I'm coming home from work and I happen to look across the street. Because one thing that I do is when I'm walking home, I just look around to see what's going on, you know, the sights and all that good stuff, you know. I happen to notice on the porch, on the second floor of the house across from mine, they have the box that my computer chair came in laid flat out over the railing. I don't know what sense that made, but I do know that was one box, one less box I have to deal with because those large boxes are a pain in the ass. So that's it for that. Um, we're gonna take our traditional break. When we get back, we have a whole lot of news to talk about, especially the shot that was heard all around the world about Sony and Funimation sleeping together. Wink, wink, not judge, hurt, hurt. We're gonna talk about that. And if you've been following this podcast for a while, we actually talked about, we actually covered an article where uh, Sony and Universal were trying to go after them, but they kept denying it. So we're gonna get into that. So. Until then, let me flip this over to where it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. Wait, that wasn't supposed to work. All right, there we go. Right, let, there we go. The arm bars for, for my chair, I have to lower them so that I don't smack into the computer desk. And when I do that, I feel like I'm hunched over when I drop my arms on them. Number 70, arm bar. Ha, 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 ha. I see what you did there, sir. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And we'll be back.
Okay, now we're going to go ahead and talk about um, the, the big news, uh, the big elephant in the room. Um, if you haven't heard by now what happened with, um, with Sony and Funimation. I'm going to play this little background clip. Even though it, it, this happened yesterday, I still think it, it's kind of fitting. Because in a way, it is breaking news. Because nobody fucking knew this was going to happen, but some people kind of sort of did. We're going to talk about the fact that Sony Pictures Entertainment has purchased 95% of Funimation. God damn. I know. Yeah, that's a ridiculous amount. And I was talking to Bob Coffee about it last night, and I totally forgot how much it was. I'm thinking that it was 51%. He's like, no, that's it's... That's all you need. Yeah, but it's 95 So we all know what the fuck's going to happen, so... Wow. There's not going to be anything left of Funimation except the name. I'm if actually that... kind of scared for their prices going up. No, well, that no, too. That's no, kind of a given. No, no, no. Because once their prices go up, they're not gonna. They're gonna have more, you know, people looking to steal their shit than buy their shit. And I'm I'm just talking mm -hmm. about you know DVDs and Blu-rays. I don't I don't see that happening because before. All right, I'm I'm gonna give a quick refresher here. So don't. Act, you know, I'm just giving a quick refresher here. Navare is pretty much a leading retail distributor. They are like Ingram Entertainment. If you ever worked in retail and you get shipments from a company called Ingram, they, they put out, they distribute DVDs, CDs, movies, and stuff like that. They're the ones that kind of sort of buys the space, more or less, and gives it back to the companies that want their shit put where they want it more or less. And for a few years, Funimation was purchased by Navarre, was owned by Navarre. And during that, Funimation was, if I remember correctly, was able to get their products into more locations. And their prices went down too. During that, that's when they started, oh, you can pick up a box set from them for like 20 and 20, for like $20. You're like, shit, nigga, here, take my money. Shit, swipe my card, you know? <laughs> it was like that. That was like, well, this was like, well, I think we should start tweaking our phone. Everybody else has started following in tone, more or less, to keep their prices reasonable. So, eventually, Funimation bought themselves away from Navare and went private. The prices started to go up a little bit, but it was more in a reasonable cost. So, instead of paying 20 for a box set, you paid 25 or you paid maybe about that amount for for half of it but you got a lot of stuff with it more or less that's kind of what it what it kind of sort of boiled down to you know mm -hmm. so and everything was all good it was all fun you know and then there was talk about Sony and Funimation so and we already knew that Universal was handling distribution of Funimation's films, more or less, something like that. So, and now this happened. Now people are starting to freak out about Aniplex. See, I did not know Aniplex was originally Sony Music Entertainment. So, that's going to stay 
where that is. Pretty much Aniplex will work independent of Funimation. But don't be too surprised if eventually Aniplex dissolves and becomes a part of Funimation. You have Funimation America and Funimation Japan handling shit. Do not, don't, don't be too surprised. It can, stranger things have happened because if you were, if you're from my generation, you remember watching Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Now, we all It's not like it. they're off the air anymore, you know? No, no it's not that. <laughs> when you will watch it, if you stayed to the end credits, because generally whatever's coming on next, you would watch, they would say, like, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune is copy, is part of, you would see, it would say, it would say along the lines of Columbia TriStar Pictures Productions. And uh, there was a lot of movies during the 80s and 90s that said Columbia TriStar Distribution. And then there was Columbia Movie House, you know? That mm -hmm. became Sony. So now if you watched these shows, it no longer says Columbia TriStar Pictures or Columbia TriStar Productions. It's Sony Pictures or Sony Productions. So I, I, don't be too surprised, like, in the next five years, Funimation gets rebranded as Sony Anime Productions or something like that, or Funimation by Sony or something. But Sony is still a powerhouse. Sony, they're Sony Pictures. Sony is still putting movies out in theaters. In a way, this will give Funimation easier access to distribute films in theaters. Either what will happen is the costs will come down a lot so that the, the voice actors and actresses who worked on that film will get a better pay or the money that they're saving by going through Sony will may allow them to grab more theaters, you know? The theater thing I'm really looking forward to. Right. I it's it's literally the DVD and Blu-ray sales that have me a little bit scared. Everything else I'm looking forward to because I know Sony knows how to do, you know, movie distributions mm -hmm. and shit like that and they're not going to screw us over. It's literally sale pricing. <laughs> now, according to Funimation, nothing is going to change. Now, they said the same thing about Marvel when Disney bought them. Nothing is going to change. They've been true to their word, mostly. For the most part. There has been some shenanigans about Marvel productions, Marvel shows on Disney networks and shit like in other non-Disney networks. There has been some shenanigans. Now... I'm really thinking for the best of this. I'm really thinking positive. I really think that Funimation being a part of this powerhouse, it will probably give them better leveraging on distribution rights and getting rights to anime, better, better distribution negotiations on theatrical releases. I think it'll keep the price point at where it is for DVDs and Blu-rays. Who knows? I'm hoping for the best. And we will see. And who knows? Maybe because of the Sony powerhouse, we might hear some famous actors and actresses on Funimation. Um, no. Like I, I do not want that. Okay. N-O, fuck that shit, no. All right. 
Why not? Because it would put actual voice actors out of work. One, okay. yes, that is true. And two, people that know how to act mm -hmm. in front of a camera do not necessarily know how to act in front of a microphone. Okay. So they and can that turn is... in subpar performances. Fair. Okay, yes. okay. I, and you're right. I, I get that. I totally agree. Now, I'm thinking if it's a theatrical release, they might try to pull that to get a big name to get more people out, out there. Now, here's the thing. If that was the case, I think Funimation would have tried that already with their prior theatrical releases, such as One Piece Film Gold. But they probably didn't have the money. Now, maybe this could happen. Who knows? I do not want to see it happen. Fair enough. I, see, I won't argue with that, because that can go either way. Only because yeah. if you talk to any actual voice actor for anime, cartoons, mm -hmm. things like that... Mm -hmm. They're, they will be the first one to tell you that if more of the quote-unquote live-action stars come into voice acting, they're all out of jobs. Mm -hmm. True. There is a reason why a lot of the voice actors that are in Funimation right now can't get ahead into the American market. And that's because the American market goes towards actual live stars because they would rather have the name and get more money. True. But then you have some voice actors who have worked their arses off who are not part of Funimation, probably because they're SAG or whoever else, they're able to get the other stuff. I mean, there are no there are various voice actors who have wor done work for Funimation, Viz, Manga Entertainment, who have actually done work for Warner Brothers, Disney, and so forth. I mean, it's Not there. a lot of them do it, though. I know. I know. It's there. It's sort of like, it's easy to go one way. I mean, it's harder to go one way than it is to go in the other direction. So. To be perfectly honest, this is something that... It's a wait and see. Holding with bated breath. Just because it was successful the first time, that does not necessarily mean it'll be going it'll be successful the second time around. Now Sony only has ninety-five percent. So a lot of what we're talking about tonight may not even happen. Because there's still a voice. Now if Sony had if Sony bought Funimation one hundred percent and took out the CEO, Gen Fukunaga, and put somebody else in, or you best believe there'd be one hell of a shakeup. But I don't see that happening. Kind of an odd way to phrase it. Take mm. out the CEO. Yeah, well... Do you need... Do you, would you feel better if I... Because I could you talk about it I start playing the theme from The Godfather? <laughs> Uh, um, <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at it, SPTN, Sony Pictures Television Networks, which pretty much has that stake in Funimation, they own Animax, which is a Japanese satellite anime channel, and they also own Crackle. 
And they also have a majority stake in an anime channel in Japan called Kids Station. The positive side of this, there is a possibility that whatever show, titles that are on Animax and Kids Station, Funimation may be able to get access to. That could be something. We don't know. But on the plus side, maybe we could see some Sony techs come in and help with their infrastructure and their apps and so forth. That's always something good to have. Behind the scenes stuff. So, I'm with everybody else right now. You would think that I'd be kind of happy about this. I am. I'm happy about anything that kind of pushes towards a, um, a greatness in anime and so forth, but not when it comes to sacrificing those who put, who put their backs on the line for it, you know? And everyone is freaking out about Aniplex, and people are shouting that maybe not Aniplex will know how to properly price their titles. Aniplex is... Not, I, I'm yeah. looking at what is being played on Animax. Yep. And a lot of it's already licensed. Oh, yeah? Assassination Classroom, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Terraformers, uh, Gatchaman Crowds, mm -hmm. uh, Honda-kun. Uh, I'm just going through ones yeah, yeah. that I know. Inuyasha. K-On, um, My Hero Academia. Mm -hmm. These are all ones that are already licensed here. See, but Animax is Japan only, so... Yeah, but what I'm saying yeah. is mm -hmm. you're, you're saying, you know, we'll be getting the ones that are playing on Animax. We already have them. But here's the thing. You know that in Japan, when it comes to licensing, it ain't hard to pick up the phone and be like, can we do this here? You know, th that ain't hard. But when it comes to licensing here in the U.S., it's so discombobulated. One phone call leads to 17 others. I like, if you remember Tatsunoko versus Capcom, that was one quick phone call in Japan, more or less, to get the game out. In the U.S., one phone call led to 17 other phone calls because the Tatsunoko pro licensing is in different hands because of different characters and series and stuff. So, one thing I see happening is if Sony can line it up how they have it in Japan here in the States for easier IP licensing, that's something. Now, like you said, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yes, that's being shown on Animax. Far as I know, Sony Japan owns distribution rights to that. Now, let's say this all happened like a couple of years ago. Sony Japan could have been like, okay, let's give Funimation, let's get, let have Funimation get first crack at JoJo. Instead of Viz getting a hold of it. But then again, I think Warner Brothers has distribution because they're doing the movie and stuff like that, so I honestly don't know. I just, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think what plays on Animax is going to have any indication mm -hmm. on what Funimation gets. And as Raging asked in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Hunter Hunter's Animax, Aniplex Funimation, right? Nope, that's Viz. And as Bob Coffey says, JoJo is Warner Brothers. Okay, so JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is Warner Brothers distribution, which would explain an e one easy way of how Viz got it, because Warner Brothers handles Viz's uh, distribution. So I guess it's a, a one-up with them. Who knows? 
And as Dark Tetsuya tells us, he thinks that the kid's station for the anime is from the Oha mix from DDR. I'm leaving that up to you, DT. You dig up and do the research on that. Now, as as Babynator is saying about the prices of the prices are jacking up, more or less the recoup costs of the of, of all of that. Here's the thing: it's Sony Computing Entertainment that's more or less losing money. Sony as a whole, not so much. Sony Pictures is making bank. Sony Music is making bank. So if Sony Pictures is making bank and they and they bought this. I don't think that the money that they spent is really going to break their bank. I don't I don't I don't see that happening. And on a side note, I want to chime in on this thing about Star Wars episode 9. Um I just want you all to know Carrie Fisher passed away after the recording after the filming of the 8th film. They never started the 9th film by then. So, yeah. Yeah, but they're going to have to have a reason why she's not yeah. in the ninth film. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's mm -hmm. the reworking that they're working yeah. with yeah. for the ninth film. Yeah, they're redoing the script, so they they didn't even start filming it yet. So y'all need nah. to chill and chill and relax. No, and they've already said that they are not going to be putting her in as CGI. Mm-hmm. They made that mistake with um, Rogue One. I don't think that was a mistake. Because no, no, you can't make a mistake of a prequel. Right. You've got no choice. Yeah. The only thing they could have done was get young lookalikes, and people would have bitched about that. Mm-hmm. This guy, he's got to go with the lesser of the two evils. All right, moving along. Ari, tell us what's going on with Persona Five. Uh, sure thing. <clears throat> The official Twitter account for Atlas's Persona franchise announced on Sunday that the Persona 5 game is getting a television anime series by A1 Pictures in 2018. Atlas held the Attic Meeting Cafe LeBlanc event in Tokyo on Sunday for the game. <clears throat> the official website began streaming a teaser promo video for the anime project on Sunday, which confirms a returning cast from the game, including Jun Fukuyama as protagonist. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Mamoru Minano as Ryuji Sakamoto, Ikoe Otani as Morgana, Nana Mizuki as Anne Takami Takamaki, Tomozaku Sugita as Yusuke Kitagawa, Rina Sato as Mako Niijima, saw too wiser, Aoi Yuki as Futaba Sakura, Hakuru Tomato as Haru Okimura, and so Soichiro Hoshi as Goro Ak Akichi. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the latest entry in prefer in the Persona role-playing game series shipped for the PlayStation 4 and 3 in Japan on September 15th, and in North America on April 4th at the at delay. The game featured anime sequences from pr production IG Studio. Uh, the Persona of the Five, the animation, the Daybreakers television anime special by A1 Pictures aired on September 3rd. The special recounts a prologue story of the Young Thief organization at the center of the game. Crunchyroll streamed the television special and anime plex... Anaplex of America release and an import Blu-ray disc on the collector's edition on February 14th. AIC ASTA previously animated Persona 4 the animation and Persona 3 the movie number one Spring of Birth 
And Persona 3, the movie number two, Midsummer Night's Dream, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. I see what you did there. <laughs> A1 Pictures previously animated Persona 4, the golden animation anime series, and Persona, the th- Persona 3, the movie number... Number three, Falling Down. God, that's a mouthful. And Persona 3, the movie number four, Winner of Rebirth. A1 Pictures also made animated Persona Trinity Soul television animated series. Well, now. And I know very little about Persona, any of the Persona games, and I guess in this guy featured on the article is the main character. Why does he look like Tuxedo Mask if he was a shitlord? Well, I do know that. Sorry, Edgelord. Persona, Persona is a spin-off of uh, Shin Megami Tensei. That much I did know. And it's gotten popular. I mean, there are people on my Facebook playing Persona 5, and they were putting in 90 to 100 hours into this RPG. I was like, Jesus, fuck. I would say that's bad, but I just... No, 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 but, I ain't gonna say that's no, no, bad, no, I mean, but that's like... I'm, not in this, I'm in a similar yeah. boat because I've spent fuck, how, like, fuck a lot of hours on a a sports game which I really don't like, mm-hmm. which I generally don't play, and will be the show, and I, and uh, yeah, so I'm just as bad a time waster no, as these people. No, no, it's not that. It's just that when it comes to other JRPGs, I do not see anybody putting in that many hours on a game. Mm. Do not. So I'm just like, wow. Bright side, I led the Phillies to the World Series in 2017. Good, at least somebody got an award out of that. Ran over the Cubs for uh, ran over the uh, Indians four two. Ooh. But, you know, like about about what I know about Persona is that uh, you never see it coming and how it's the new roundabout. Dun, 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 dun. Like, you never see it punch in the face coming. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, now that we got that out the way. We got some awesome Digimon news. See, I didn't even know about this, and if, and if I did, I sure as hell forgot. There's going to be a Digimon Adventure Tree stage play. And what's pretty cool is, um, Kenji Watanabe is doing the, um, the designs for it, which I think is pretty cool. He's designing, um, a new form of Venom Vamdemon. Better known in the English dub as Venom Meozismon. It's being called Venom Vamdemon Undead. And it'll be one of the antagonists in this upcoming play. The name of the play will be called Digimon Adventure Tree 8 Gatsu Suchiachi no Boken, which translates to Digimon Adventure Tree The Adventure on August 1st. And they've already, um,. It's the very preview screen for some for some people. It just turned out to be pretty good. And the screen preview screen they did was Metal Greymon's evolution to War Greymon. And they've already announced the cast. Uh, Gaku Matsumoto is Taichi. Shohei Hashimoto as Yamato. Uh, Kaisei Kamamori as as Koshiro Izumi. I believe that was Izzy in the dub. Junior Komatsu as Jokito, as we know as Joe. Kenta Nomiyana as Takaro Takayashi, and we know him as TK. Suzuka Morita as Sora. Marina Tanoi as Mimi Takikawa, who is best Digimon girl. Yuna Shigechi as Hikari. And 
Graffiti Oreno as Etamon. And what's cool is the original voice actress, actors, actresses from the anime are reprising their roles in the save in stage play for the for the Digimon that they represent. And that's gonna be pretty cool. This Super Evolution stage play is gonna run for ten performances at the Zet Blue Theater, uh, Roppongi in Tokyo from August fifth to the thirteenth. Tickets are about seventy dollars, and they went on sale through a lottery between May twentieth to the twenty eighth. And general sale tickets had already started about a month ago, July second. Polygon Magic is producing the play, and Akiyoshi Hongo is credited for the original work. The script is being written. The play is being directed by Kenichi Tani, who's worked on Pluto and Watashi Washingo, who's also writing the script. The play will tell a side story which is based on the eight Digidestin. The date of April of August 1st is a special one to Yamato, Taichi, and the other Digidestin. While Taichi is busy with soccer practice, Hikari suggests everyone should go camping together on August 1st. Everyone eventually agrees to the idea, and the day of the camping trip comes. However, Mimi has accidentally forgotten the equipment, so the excursion gets up to a rough start. Everyone starts to think of ways to overcome the situation, but Taichi smiles and says, This is just like the first time we went to the digital world. The feeling of the six years ago resurfaced, and the August 1st camping trip really gets started. But the camping site has a secret. The Digimon Adventure Tree anime film series, which celebrates 15 years of the original series, Digimon Adventure, will have a total of six films. The fifth film in the series, Digimon Adventure Tree Kyosei, better known as Unison or somebody else's, will open in Japan on September 30th, which will probably come here as another three-part episode. Eh, whatever works. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder if they're going to pull that same shit with the Sailor Moon films. Probably. Two, thea two theatrical releases at 90 minutes apart comes over here as six 30-minute episodes. Yep. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyhow. I think that's going to be pretty cool. And I'll tell you this. If you haven't watched it yet, you need to watch Digimon. It is not the same Digimon that you remember growing up. It's a little dark. Just a little. But it works out oh so well. How dark are we talking? This level of teenage angst would make Sasuke blink. Oh. Well then. I know, right? Alright, anywho. Marco, what's going on with Utena? Uh, well, a couple of things. Um, a new chapter debuted this past Friday. And it seems that we're going to be getting another new manga chapter coming this week, uh, coming this winter. Wow. Um, Chiho Saito is drawing another chapter of uh, Utena. And it's uh, 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 Shoga Kukan's Flowers Magazine will reveal more information shortly. Uh, the first chapter, titled Shoju uh, Kakume Utena After the Revolution, ran in the September issue, which again was just uh, released on Friday. The story takes place at the Academy after the end of the original manga's final chapter, when a certain person visits the school. The magazine also published a talk between Saito and Utena anime director 
Kunihiko Ikuhara. That crazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it looks like they're they're talking about how the uh, manga and the anime were actually developed at the same time. Mm. Um, the manga debuted in Chow Magazine beginning in 1996. And uh, Shogakukan published the series in five complete volumes. Viz Media licensed and sold the manga in North America and recently released a collector's edition. The anime adaptation originally aired in 1997, being only 39 episodes. Uh, Central Park Media and then later Nozomi Entertainment released the television series on DVD in North America. Uh, and Nozomi Entertainment is planning a Blu-ray release, uh, so yay on that. Uh, on top of all of that, for the 20th anniversary of Utna, it seems that there will be a cafe opening in Tokyo this summer. Mm. Um, so, it's basically saying that Pokemon is hitting its 20th anniversary as well, and it's kind of overshadowing some of the other series that are coming into their uh, landmark anniversaries. Yeah. Um, and one of them being Utna. Uh, so, last month there was a Utna lingerie set inspired by the series Central Couple. <laughs> oh my! An anime cafe, a chain of restaurants with revolving anime themes, has announced that an Utna cafe will go into operation next week in Tokyo's Ikebukuro neighborhood. Uh, along, along a mecca for female anime fans. So there will be Utna themed decorations and fare, a wealth of non-alcoholic uh, cocktails that feature nods to their characters, and some cool freebies. So there is a Utna revolutionize the world drink, which will be cranberry, Calper style white water, white sugar, and rose candy. And Anthe Rosebride drink, which is going to be Violet, Lychee, and a Tiara cookie. There will also be uh, drinks for Toga and Kyochi, Miki, and a uh, Happy uh, Nanami milk drink. Um, basically, it looks like a bunch of drinks with a little cookie on top of it. So, uh, there will be cold and hot drinks. And each drink will be priced at about $4.50, which is a pretty good deal for a cafe like this. And they all um, look so good, too. Yeah, they act, they're they very, very brightly colored, um, very, very eye-catching. So, definitely... Uh, and then each one... Probably hmm? send a diabetic shock if you drink it too many of them too quickly. Oh, mm. probably. <laughs> uh, each drink will come with a character coaster... And then as an added bonus, you'll also get one of four complimentary cookies. And the cookies are uh, of character silhouettes. And then for each 2,000 yen you spend, you'll get one of three free stickers. Hmm. And then they will... Uh, if you follow the Animate Cafe Twitter... 
They'll be tweeting photos from inside the cafe. And if you tweet photos from inside the cafe with hashtag Utna Cafe, uh, the restaurant staff will net you one of two special illustrations uh, of the various characters. Again, one is of all of the characters in a group. And then one is of the uh, two uh, fighting couples. So it has not yet revealed what the food menu will bring. And it has not yet revealed uh, all of the special merchandise. But some of it is revealed. And there will be uh, key holders with key scenes from the series. uh, Actual tea that is labeled with Utna. Pins, uh, coaster sets, and the cafe will be in operation from now until October 1st. And you can reserve your uh, time and table, I guess, by going to the Animate website. Hmm. You want to know something? Well, you've read about... Utsun has only like 39 episodes. I'm like, I could have sworn it was at least 60-something episodes because it was like multiple arcs and shit. I'm just like, there's no way you could have covered all those arcs in under 40 freaking episodes. Uh, yeah, no, it was only 39 episodes. Wow. But I think there was also a movie which kind of extended it. Um... One of, those, one of those films that wrapped up the events of the anime, as it would be. Well, there's four different quote-unquote storylines throughout it. Uh, one of the storylines is only five episodes. Mm. The last storyline that's on there is only five episodes. Everything else gets about uh, 13 to 10 episodes to uh, go through it, but the last one was only four, which is probably why it seems like more. Yeah, because it was like when I would see people talking about or see advertisers, they have like each arc with its own box set you could buy. I was like, damn. That's why I thought it was at least 60 episodes or something. I'm like, shit. Nope. Mm. Nope, but there is, you know, there is an anime film. There are theatrical plays. There's a video game. And then, of course, the manga, which is now, once again, ongoing. Yeah. And Ikahara, you nutty bastard. Very. This series is kind of out there. Not that it's a bad series, but it's one of those series that makes you go, What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Utsuna makes sense to you, and you're like, okay, I got this. Then you watch the movie. And you're like, the fuck just happened? And then you find out the movie was supposed to be the original plot point for the series. And you're like, and you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm out. And then you realize you're not out because you've watched the episodes and you're already a fan, so you're stuck there. It's like a toned down light version of Evangelion. Hmm. Is that right? Or... Am I right on that, or uh, I? It's I less of a psychological go... f- mind fucks, and what? Uh, it's not as angsty, is it? I think it's still a little bit of angsty. 
Oh, it's it's definitely angsty, but yeah, like, it's not like as bad as Evangelion was. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does not get into the psychological torture that Eva did. But it is up there in the this is going to make you think, and at the end you're going to go, what the fuck? So, in other words, Utena, Evangelion Light. No. Okay. No, I, I would not compare the two of them at all. Okay. Fair enough. So it's like in its own little world. It's definitely in its own little world. It's just, it's... You have to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's just it. You have to watch it. Yeah. And only Ikahara can make an anime about lesbian bears and make our hearts melt. You cheeky bastard. You know I'm right. <laughs> okay, whatever. Mm. Alright. I think for this one, I'm going to need music for this, because I think it would be kind of be kind of cool. If I can pull it up. There we go. Let me flip the output here, because it's coming through the web browser. Uh, there we go. Nope. There we go. I just hope we don't get sued by NBC Universal Comcast. It seems that the Tokyo Olympics Committee is proposing a manga parade at the 2020 Olympics. <clears throat> yeah. Japan is gearing up for its turn at hosting the Olympics in three years. The country's hosting of the world's largest international sporting event has been under scrutiny from day one. I mean... Fuck, we've all saw the commercial when you saw freaking Mario jump out of the goddamn pipe. You know what I'm saying? From criticism over excessive spending to debate over the design of the main stadium to allegations that the original logo was plagiarized, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics have been full of something special from day one. Former Prime Minister of Japan and current President of the Committee as well as the Paralympic Games as well, Yoshiro Mori recently appeared at an event to discuss the planning and explanation of his vision for the upcoming event. When he was discussing plans for the opening and closing ceremonies, Mori said that people around the world do not necessarily know much about Kabuki and Sumo. He believes that the aspect of the Japanese culture that people everywhere know best is anime and manga. Characters such as Doraemon, Hello Kitty, and Astro Boy are internationally popular and well-known. Therefore, Mori likes the idea of including big manga parade in the ceremonies. The Tokyo Metropolitan Government has also held a special projection mapping event to mark three years until the Olympics come to their town. The official show included famous footage from Akira, which is the bike sequence, Katsuhiro Ultimo famously held part of this story in a fictional stadium built for the 2020 Olympics in Neo-Tokyo. What were you going to say, Ari? Because I think I know what you're going to say. Because of course it was, because that's this is half of the plot to Akira coming to life. There you go. The Olympics Organizing Committee unveiled Astro Boy, Sailor Moon, Shin-Chan, Luffy, Naruto, Jambion, 
Goku, Cure Miracle, Cure Magical as characters to appear on official Olympic merchandise, which Mako-chan is scheming to get. I freaking want it. See? Who doesn't? I have, look, we have friends in Japan that can help us out now. The Olympic handover ceremony at the Rio de Janeiro Olympics saw Japanese Prime Minister Shinjo, Shinzo Abe wearing uh, Mario's outfit. Even though Pokemon was left out, the handover yes. also... Yeah. Go on, Ari, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Are you? It's sorry to interrupt. Go it's ahead. okay. You sound like you're. You got that heat, that anger as, from as trainer Red. But let's uh, not get into that. Fair enough. There are other other iconic characters that were shown in this video, such as Captain Subasa, Pac-Man, Doraemon, Hello Kitty, and while they're all doing traditional Summer Olympic sports. Shoka Nakagawa is the official member of the Mascot Selection Review Conference for the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games in 2020. The committee is expected to make its final selections for the mascot next year. And I got five bucks saying Shoko is going to be the goddamn mascot herself. I fucking call that. Her or Kami Pamu Pamu. One of them two will be the official mascot. I see no. that. There has never been a mascot that has actually already been a licensed character. So we're gonna get something else. But neither, hmm? but neither one of them are licensed characters. They're in an anime, aren't they? No, those are actual people. Oh, they're. It's always some sort of you know goofy animal or, you know, if anything, I could see them adding on, you know, a shirt with the character, like, with the anime characters on it, but it will not be an anime To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase Aries or something like that. I know, but I, what, and I get that. I'm just saying, knowing, knowing their, their characteristics and how Japan is, I wouldn't put it past them. I would. Yeah. It wouldn't work through the Olympics. I know. But I not for nothing, I do want to see, you know, for the passing of the torch, I do want to see someone driving that, that goddamn bike bringing that torch to the stadium. I want to You see know it. they will. And I want to see, yeah. With some kind of effect that mimics the uh, the uh, stain on the camera with the rear head, with the taillights. Mm-hmm. Also, someone's going to definitely do the do the jackknife slide and put and like post down with one foot on the ground. Yeah. Because that shit's been been a reference hundreds of times. And maybe we'll have some Super Sentai bringing it along too. Oh my god. I wrote an article predicting this. I know this is going to bring out the inner weeb in a lot of people. Now I understand why they want to bring more anime and manga characters into it because. You can keep it traditional, and you'll get, like, maybe 50 people. You bring in anime and manga as well, you're going to get 100 people. So it's like they're covering their bases, so I think that's going to be pretty cool. I don't know. I think for him to say that the world isn't cultural enough to know what sumo and kabuki is, though, is kind of a, you know... Uh, uh, 
saying bad things about us. Well, I can kind of agree on the aspect of Kabuki. That I can kind of agree on. Because honestly, we all know Sumo. I, I would assume that they would all know Kabuki. Kabuki was, you know, their main form of play entertainment. Oh, I know. It would be some of the other ones that I think they might not know. Mm. Could you just imagine an Olympic tea ceremony competition? No. <laughs> Maybe if it was taking place in Ranma one half. No, I would. I would say Olympic anything goes. See, let, let, let's not. Because I know exactly. I'm calling it right now. If there is when the 2020 Olympics happen. If there is an anime convention leading up to that, or during that, I'm calling it right now, there is going to be a cosplay troupe doing cosplays of their characters wearing Olympic-based uniforms. Calling it right now. Of course they will. Yep. That's stupidly easy to call. Mm. That's why I'm saying it now. Anywho, Ari, tell us what's going on with Detective Conan. Um, sure, let me just bring it up. Um, the Detective Conan anime series can add a Guinness World Record to it, a Guinness World Record to its resume thanks to Mai Karaki. I the love her. Was... Huh? I'm saying I love her. Oh, the singer was awarded the Guinness World Record for singing the most theme songs for a single animation series. Karaki has performed 21 theme songs for a long-running series and was acknowledged for her achievement at a ceremony on July 25th. Karaki first performed the ninth-ending theme song, Secret of My Heart, in 2000, and has continued to offer her voice to the series, most recently for the franchise's 21st film, Detective Conan the Crimson Love Letter, that opened this year. <clears throat> she started when she was a teenager. Before that, she commented she and her brother used to spend her allowance on Detective Conan mangas. During the ceremony, Karaki revealed that it Revealed that the achievement is amazing, given that she first enjoyed Detective Conan as a fan of, the, fan of the manga. She and her older brother would spend her pocket money to purchase Weekly Shonen Sunday, and the stories of Conan helped her through difficult times in high school. She hopes to continue working on a series that impaired, imparted so much friendship and power onto her. The My Karaki Cross Detective Conan Collaboration Best 21, <clears throat> Shinijutsu wa Itsumo Uta ni Aru album, containing all of... All of her Detective Conan tracks to date is slated for release on October 25th. I can't wait. I, I might, I'm going to have to get that album. I'm not that big of a fan of Detective Conan. I'm a bigger My Karaki fan, so. Mm -hmm. So, Maka, how do you feel about one of your favorite animes going into the Guinness Book of World Records? It's been in there before. What? Are you serious? I'm almost positive it's been in there before. What? Maybe for longest running episodes? Right up there with Hee Haw? I'm looking it up now. I... Mm-hmm. Right, if we go to our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster says, I sense a new Mario and Sonic Olympic games in the future. And Bob because Coffee, of course there will be. Bob Coffee says within weeks. Yep. You know, I've never really played the Mario and Sonic Olympic games. 
Neither have I. Some of them are good. Okay. I think I have two of them. The commercials for them were pretty funny, though. Yeah, the only one coming up in recent news is that one. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the only thing coming up because it's all recent news. Gotcha. Alright. Okay, now that we got that out the way, um... Let's see. Time to fire up the, the old Skype line. I didn't have it on earlier because when I turned it on, the battery was dead. So I'm like, well, I guess during the show I can let it charge some. And there should be enough battery power on here for it to come up. But what's funny, but I didn't realize that while we were doing the show, I never hit the damn power button. Oops. Yeah, live act, live radio here, boys and girls. Live radio. So, I'll play that in the background till the damn Skype computer loads up. Okay. It's loading. Sometimes I forget how slow an Atom processor laptop is. That bad? Mm, kinda, sorta. Okay, hold on. I am firing up Skype right now. And I'm looking at the glow of the screen, that which is reflecting off my tower. I actually have to shut it down probably this weekend and, and vacuum the insides of it. I mean, I don't really need to, but it kind of seems like it's the right thing to do. And no Skype, I am not updating to the latest version. Not yet. Okay, now that we got that out the way, I am now going to bring Skype online. I still can't believe I made a mistake like this. I think we're all out of whack today. Yeah, I blame it on the weather. birthday notifications that's nice okay now that we're all set I am going to go ahead and bring us online so if you have any questions about tonight's show thoughts ideas anything you want to shout out to us let us know right now on Skype our Skype name is anime jam session and all calls are cut to two minutes due to time and I do believe the laptop just shut itself off. So you know what? Screw the Skype line. We're just going to go right into the news. Screw that. 
why I'm not gonna waste another five minutes when it's not up and running properly. Screw it. Agreed? Yeah. So, Alright. So we're gonna do strange news from Japan. So let's see. I will take the first one. Okay. Uh, Ari, do you want to take the second one? Alright. Alright. Mako, you good with the last one? Sure. Awesome. So, here we go, people. Again, sorry about that little bit of delay with stuff, so... Here's an interesting one. A former police drug investigator was arrested for drug possession. Swears he didn't know it was drugs. Uh. Yep. Irony broke out in Fukuoka Prefecture on July 29th when the prefectural police arrested one of their own on suspicion of marijuana possession. The suspect, 42-year-old Akiyoshi Sato, was in charge of drug investigations for a year back in 2002. We can only assume that during some point of investigation he discovered that marijuana was kind of fun. The charges stemmed from a small MERSE, better known as a man purse, Referred to, yeah, referred to as a second bag in Japanese, which is found attended on a train, a JR Kagoshima train. It was turned into this, the Kurume station staff who found a cannabis-looking substance inside, so they contacted the police department who held on to the MERSE. That same evening, Sato called the police and searched for said mini-bag. After hearing that it was found, and... He went on. He went go to claim it. What happened afterward was not reported, but it had to be awkward. Sato currently stands accused of possession of a sixth of an ounce of marijuana, valued at two hundred and thirty-five dollars. That's got to be some primo shit. <laughs> For one sixth of an ounce. Or maybe it's expensive due to getting into Japan or something. I don't know. Maybe it's it could actually, be that, that actually, like, No, it actually is probably expensive because of how uh, seriously they take their drug possession in Japan. Mm -hmm. It could be that, um, that super concentrated shit from Half-Baked. <laughs> it seems that it could have been some luxury stuff, like Mako-chan said. Or Japan really is a seller's market when it comes to weed. But Sato is denying these charges, saying he didn't know that it was marijuana. So supposedly either he's being dishonest, or he's the worst narcotics investigator ever. It should be noted that prior to his arrest, Sato was working in the evidence department, handling various pieces of evidence, which would likely include the occasional bag of confiscated drugs. Why the former drug expert was not asked what he thought of the small plastic bag of green leaves that he was carrying around is a shame because it certainly would have been a priceless answer. But on the other hand, it does explain why he so brazenly walked into a police station to accept his contraband. Whatever the officer was up to on that fateful day, we'll be up to the courts to decide. But we're just glad it wasn't, our, it wasn't the Mr. Sato that works for Rocket News who we got this article from. Because the only herb that he is known for inhaling is a giant bowl of coriander. Wow. 
Let's move on. Hey, look! It's Ichigo! Let's all wave at Ichigo. Hi, Ichigo. Hi, Ichigo. Hi! Okay, moving right along. Um, I'm taking this one, right? Mm-hmm. Man wants to move out of his home, so takes off all his clothes and walks through the neighbor. What? Warning, trying to make sense of this man's plot may cause headaches. Thank you for that little heads up, Rocket News. Huh. Residents in Kita Ward of Kobe City, who happen to be outside or looking out their windows at about 6.50 p.m. on July 26th, may have been subjected to an unusual scene. An unemployed, well, fucking of course he is, 26-year-old man was walking down the street with his mother when he suddenly began to remove his clothes. Oh my god. The panicked mother began gathering his discarded garments in the hope that he might put them back on, but it was all in vain for when the young man finally reached, reached full nudity, the 110 calls came flooding in. The authorities were quickly on the scene, <clears throat> and the suspect was easily identified and arrested for being a public nuisance. You don't fucking say. <laughs> he, later, he later admitted to the charges, but this is where things get really weird. Because this is so normal as it is. During questioning, a man told authorities, I wanted to move out. I figured that if I embarrassed my parents, then I would have to move out. What? I guess he's in a household where he doesn't have to move out and his parents keep him there, so he figured he'd do something outlandish that would get him kicked out. Yeah, except he's unemployed. Because of course this guy is. Has anybody Here's we have talked about on this show and the strange news who's unemployed ever made sense? No. no. Thank you. Here's what some of the comments had to say. This is a situation that cannot be understood by any ordinary person. His reason has nothing to do with what he did. What the hell? This is a terrible idea. You don't fucking say. His way of thinking is too childish. No wonder he's unemployed. Oof. <laughs> Shots fired. I guess he wanted to move into a prison. <sighs> uh, initially, I thought the man wanted to motivate himself to leave by causing a huge embarrassing scene. However, giving himself a criminal record probably isn't getting his home ownership plan off on the right foot. More likely is the possibility that he wanted to force his parents to pay for another place to live by mortifying them in front of the community. But the damage is already done, so sending him away won't accomplish much. Or did he want the whole family to move together? Maybe the guy just wanted to get naked and come up with a half-assed reason afterward. Or perhaps he is such a genius that we simply cannot comprehend the brilliance of his current five-dimensional chess game. <laughs> Ari, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been okay in a long time. In the end, I think we can all agree that the real criminal here is the investigating police officer who never bothered to ask, how the hell was this going to help you move? Either that, or he or she didn't ask, but did ask, but didn't report it, leaving the rest of us with no closure on this story whatsoever, and that's just mean. I'm going to go uh, put my microphone on mute for a second. I'll be right back. Okay, you do that. You think he's okay? I think so. Okay. Breaking you two is fun. 
Yeah! About that. <laughs> what, what anyway, you, let's get to the last one. Before we get to the last one, I am so glad Ichigo is in the chat room listening. Oh? Yes. You know how every time, every episode you're not on, you leave us with news, and it just breaks us, and you always say how you wish you could be there for it? Sure. I'm changing out your story. Why? Because you're doing I... that one instead. But I like this story. Nope, 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 nope. You're going to join into the fun with the rest of us. No, this was last yeah, week. That's okay. That's okay. No, yep. this was last week. I'm not doing that. Ep I'm not doing it. That was last week. I'm doing this week's. Mm -mm. Ichigo wants you to do it. No, I'm doing this week's. That she's, was last week. She's like, yes. She wants. She's no, doing it. That she was last week. Mm -mm, come on. No, yeah. I'm not doing it. it. Was last It was last week's. You're not being fair here, Mako. I'm being perfectly fair. That was last week's. This is this week's. Come on, Marco. Be, be a sport. Be a pal. Why? Because oh, that was literally that last to? week's news. True, but poop always comes back around. Ew. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, no, I'm not discussing that. That was last week's show. This is this week's show. And I'm going to be talking about food that makes you poop. I don't want to turn this into a pissing contest, so could you please? Could I please what? Do last week's article. No! Oh. And I hear I thought you were a front. I think I thought you were a sport. No. Last week's article was last week's article. God, you're such a bitch. What? Okay. It goes like, let her slide. Okay, so... Jesus. Now I don't even want to do this article. Why do you do this to me? Oh. I honestly didn't know you was going to put up a fight about it. I honestly didn't know. Shall we just go to break? Yes. Alrighty. Let me make a slight readjustment on the back end here. And move this over here and we'll be back.
Some people are still not too thrilled about what's going on with Deadpool 2. Me personally, I don't care as long as the movie is good. But what else? Fandom's gonna fan, the, the wank is gonna wank. So, anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They are telling to another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if you have any questions about tonight's show, just go ahead and give us a buzz at podcast at animejamsession.com again that is podcast at animejamsession.com 
we're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post all of our st convention stories, reviews, links to our photos and videos, editorials, anime reviews, and other cool cosmic tutorials and other cool stuff that goes on. So swing by and take a look. And we also post our podcast here too. But if you just want to get directly to the podcast and you can't access our site, you can find us on other places for downloads, such as Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOG Network forums. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where we post all of our uh, convention videos. So swing by and check those out. Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. Uh, follow us on there so when you know when we're going live, um, when our Facebook is updated, when our website's updated, um, if there's any interesting articles out there you might want to be in the know for, so you definitely want to check that out and follow us there. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. Uh, follow us there for updates as well. And I just want to say to our 3,000 plus fans who follow us on there, and those who follow us on Twitter, who subscribe to our YouTube and listen to our podcast, thank you so much for your love and support. As long as you continue to like uh, the show, we'll give you more content. That's what we're all about. And like I said, we're here on the VOG Network twice a week. We're live at 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays, and Encore Presentations are Tuesdays at 2 p.m. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast. Um, check out these other shows, such as the Stalbert Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Bowie, and Hooked on Bond. And just for a quick programming note, uh, OLR is on hiatus for a few weeks, so they will be back soon. In the meantime, in that Sunday slot, um, people from hosts for OLR, this will be doing streaming on Twitch TV, so swing by and check those out. Let's see what else here. We're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I just want to get to bed. And bed you shall have. Last words, Mako. I think I'm going to get some waffles. Waffles, waffles, waffles. Uh-huh. My last words, um... Let's see what's on the TV before I pass out tonight. Uh, that is it. End of list. In case I didn't mention it at the top of the show, uh, next week is our Town Hall podcast. Uh, we have some co uh, cosplayers coming in. We're talking about the whole big thing about sexy cosplay and then some. We're going to find out why they do it. The positives and negatives. We're going to try to get on an even playing field here. So, you know, that, that type of stuff. So, we'll see how it goes. We'll try not to kill each other in the process. So, that's it. We're out of here. I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. We're out. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Oh. I was expecting a more painful one. Nah. Alright. Good night, people. Good night. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! 
For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!